Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's chat with our good friend, Jeremy Judson, who's joining us now to talk about two UBC students uh, doing some very interesting work. Some very interesting work indeed. I uh, actually, yeah, it's they, they, they won first place in a very, very cool contest called the World's Challenge Challenge. It's put on by Western University, but other universities, obviously UBC participates as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, they develop and pitch an idea to make our world a better place that addresses at least one of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. And I got some more for you, too. UBC master's students Piper Scott Fiddler and Samantha Sage Martin Ferris recently won first place in the World's Challenge Challenge for the Life Giver Box. It's a tool to help improve access to sexual health care in Indigenous communities. I got the chance to speak with Piper and Samantha Sage on the inception of the Life Giver Box and what's next. So when we first were starting our master's program, which is the Women's and Children's Health Program at UBC, I came up to Piper and I said, hey, there's this competition happening. It was the World's Challenge Challenge. And I said, do you want to try to create a solution with me that's more focused on on outcome for Indigenous communities? So it was at that time that I was kind of exploring this concept of like dropshipping with Indigenous communities, different supplies. And it was at that time that Piper came in and we really started having discussions on what that might look like. When we approached the First Nations Health Authority and and we started talking about that and it was through that what we really refined that conversation and it became more about entering the life care box on the process of cultural connection and rebuilding trust in communities with healthcare practitioners. And it was through that that we really started involving cultural component. And that's how the life giver box was born. We found as we were starting to do uh, more research into it is that the Senate actually just released a report in 2022, which acknowledged the fact that forced and coerced sterilization is still happening to Indigenous people in this day. And I think that because of that, it really creates a big need to kind of have those trust-restoring conversations and figuring out what we can do. As for what Life Giver Box is, it can be in many forms. So it can either be a box, like we've talked about, a Bentwood box. It can be a vending machine, a lending library, whatever fits the community, what the community wants, we're really flexible with. And within the box, there's three components. There's the sexual health care products, there's the Indigenous cultural wellness products, and then knowledge translation tools. Our goal is to kind of create a menu for folks to look through to best fit their community and their priorities. For example, for sexual health care products, of course, you know, uh, period products. There will also be condoms, lubricant, pregnancy tests, ovulation tests as well, because we really want to make sure that folks who are pregnancy ambivalent are also able to use this box. Um, We're hoping to get HIV self-test kits in there and maybe other STI test kits if we can. And then Indigenous cultural wellness products, smudge kits, herbs and medicines for folks um, with period cramps is another example. This is also going to be variable 
across different communities because different communities have different herbal medicines that they use for different reasons. So we're really going to be partnering with elders and other knowledge keepers to make sure that it best fits their community. And then knowledge translation tools, going deeper into that, there's tools that can be used that have been created by FNHA as well as our lab, uh, the Monroe Lab, that can be used to kind of really guide folks to where they need to be. So really giving it an independent feel and really promoting them to choose their own sexual health journey. With the cultural component, we're going to be funding the communities to either decorate the delivery system themselves, so the vending machine, the box, the lending library, or commissioning an artist of their choice to decorate it for them. So really making sexual health a community conversation. Oh, of course. And then these are the kinds of things that are going to help cement that trust even more, right? Tell me about your pilot program rollout. Our pilot phase that we're looking to do is over the next year. So we're currently looking to partner with four separate nations, start developing our plans and our ideas. So from that, we're hoping that we're really going to establish some metrics as well as just get the conversations going on what works, what doesn't, what communities do we want to see in the boxes that we put forward. We're looking to establish that over the next year. And from that, we're hoping to establish a five-year plan where we're able to reach out to 26 nations across BC. If we manage to do that, that'll be 50% coverage for the Indigenous population in BC. Currently, Martin Ferris and Scott Fiddler are looking for Indigenous people who might have suggestions for what to include in the box to reach out to them. You can look up Life Giver Box and their emails are easy to access from there. What I find amazing is uh, the the business mindset there when they talk about metrics and and a five year plan. Generally, oh, totally. uh, you know that you, generally it's like, well, we want to do well. Let's get this program started. But the fact that they're thinking ahead, planning ahead, really speaks to the, the focus that they have. And generally, programs do very well when you're already thinking ahead like that. Oh, totally. There was because they came in first place with the, in the global aspect of the competition. They got mm-hmm. uh, thirty thousand dollars to to play with, and they're applying for more sort of federal funding to really give this thing some very much necessary legs. That is great. Thank you so much. Thank you.